ice that cream is a party all, ice cream all is by always itself party. honestly yeah. me a quart of ice cream my pajamas and my couch is my favorite party on the face of the earth like best tuesday night and a glass of wine usually <laughs> yeah i love that oh, you can yeah. even do like a like a wine ice cream float oh that sounds Whoa. vile okay hear me i don't know what wine vanilla See, okay, I was gonna go the opposite. I was gonna say red wine, chocolate ice cream. Go with I, me. Okay. I have you done it. this? I haven't actually. I just said okay. it, and then I was like, "I'm committed." <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. It's fine. You're great. I'm gonna do it now. Oh my gosh! I feel like that has to be like the drink of the show. Of like, go get your chocolate ice cream. I feel like it has to be like a dark chocolate ice cream. Like a milk chocolate might not cut it. See, you're coming around. Oh, I you don't. I'm like, I have a bottle of red wine upstairs. I don't have ice cream in the house. I don't think, though. Oh, I know. Who are we? You're tuned in to the party at the All Points podcast. Can you believe it's season three? Talking Warhammer and all that jazz. Just three Canadian duders. John about that. Age of Sigmar, and they are helped out by Nicole holding it down as the super producer. And it's gonna go off the rails conversating. Age of Sigmar on party at the All Points. Come on, take a drink. We got Tristan talking to Chicago Bulls and that Brian Scalabrine. And we got Dayton throwing away his pants down in BC. And we got Bud in Manitoba being Winkler, Manitoba friendly. We're all thanking God for Nicole doing the heavy lifting of the editing. Or else it would be three hours long instead of an hour and a half long. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points, come on and take a drink. Party at the All Points. Oh, hey there, party people. Didn't see you there. Grab a drink, settle in. Heck, get a blanket and get cozy because this is a very special holiday episode of Party at the All Points. Your super producer is here, which means it's everybody's favorite kind of episode, Ladies Night. Yo, it's the best episode. (laughs) Rather, it's like Ladies Afternoon because it is. Well, actually, for me... It's like the middle of the afternoon for my mm-hmm. two guests. We're getting close to the evening, but it's that we're recording in that really strange period of the year where it's like we're between Christmas and New Year's. Nobody really knows what day it is. I'm still living on Christmas cookies. I don't remember the last time I ate a vegetable and I just cracked a fresh drink. It's not even 3 p.m. <laughs> Happy holidays. Um, okay. I'm really excited because I have two super lovely humans here and we're going to do a little year end review. We're going to have a little sneak peek into what 2024 will hold for them. Also just saying 2024 out loud is wild. So without further ado, we have the master of teeny tiny hats, Teresa. Hello, hello. Excited to be here. Ladies night is only is only the best night of the year and also the best podcast episode that ever comes out of PTAP. Sorry, Dayton. Sorry, bud. Sorry, Tristan. You guys are great. But like, I mean, the buff bitches from last time really took it. 
Who knows what crazy things we'll say this time. <laughs> and also joining us, the master of power tools, I'm going to say, Marcella is here. She's a homeowner and she is doing all of the things. How's the That's house? Right. Uh, the house is great. Hello, party people. Thanks for having me. I just got a whole bunch of power tools for Christmas and now I can cut the trim. That I'm going to put wow. up in the corners of and the ceilings of my house and on the doors too. Have you I'll made a on the doors. power tool tier list in like what the most useful oh. power tools are to the least useful? I should. I feel like the sander and like the miter saw are going to be my top two. Interesting. Okay. I feel like yeah. my drill is the most versatile. Like oh, that's, that I forgot comes about out the drill. Once a yeah. Week. Yeah. I use that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, a good old screwdriver. Gets into weird places, does all the things it needs to. It's true. I like the yep. short screwdriver because yes. you get like more torque. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I have. I adulted <laughs> and got this fancy screwdriver set that has like eight thousand bits in it, and it's like safe for computers and safe for everything, and you can use it on big Ooh. things. You can use it on small things, and like, I got really excited over like the way the box opens and that it's green and all of these things, and I'm like, wait, I'm literally just turning into my father, and I can't do this. <laughs> Tools are you the best. Yeah. You can't control it. We all become no. our parents at some point. <laughs> Dean gets really nervous when I touch power tools. Um, and I love to be like, I am woman, hear me roar. I am yes. independent and modern, but you know what? Those are those are those are his area of expertise, <laughs> and that is fine. Yep, yeah, that's, okay. Okay. that's fine. Yeah. You do everything else. You're a badass in every other area. Power tools are like, they're just better yeah. than you. Or you're better even... than them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, did you just burn me on power tools? <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Sean can't even, like, use a drill. So I am the, the handy person in the house. I fix everything. Good. Somebody's got to do it. It's, it's yep. yep. Got to be done. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before I forget... Um, I am lucky to live and to be recording on the traditional and unceded territory of the Tanaha, as well as the ancestral homeland of Métis Nation. And I'm also realizing that I'm a really bad host and I didn't prep or tell either of you that we have started doing a regular land acknowledgement. And I don't even know. So this oh. is becoming a really big thing in Canada, which I think is really amazing. I don't know how much of a thing it is down in the States. If you happen to know... Or you want to do a quick Google, amazing. If you have no idea, and I see Teresa's eyes are so wide and she's like, oh, that's okay too. Okay, so uh, in the area that I live, which is upstate New York, there uh, were several Native American tribes. And a lot of like the streets and towns and stuff is like named after it in the river too. So I like live really close to the Mohawk River. So the tribes that originally lived here was the Mohawk uh Kanayuga, Seneca, Onondaga, and the Oneida, I think is how you say it. I'm terrible at pronouncing things. But those are the, the tribes that are from upstate New York where I live. Lovely. Dayton's also really bad at pronouncing things. So you're doing amazing. Yes. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> I it's found okay. a map. It's okay. Wait, wait. Nativeland.ca is telling me that I am in Piscataway. In an right. area that was Piscataway. Um, also, Ooh. my entire complex is also, I think, names, uh, I used to live on Mohegan and now I live on Iroquois. 
And like everybody like pronounces them wrong, and I'm like, wait, no, I learned about this in history class at some point, and I think this is relevant, and I think this is how you pronounce it. So I don't know. That's cool though. I love this section. This is so fun. Amazing. Yeah, it's I think the last I want to say kind of I don't even know about five years. I would say maybe the last like three to four years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's become a very regular thing in Canada. We have a pretty rough history, uh, and uh, a lot of things came to light in the last few years. So I'm not saying we shouldn't have always been doing it, um, but I think it's really lovely that we do it now. I love this. This is my yeah. favorite section. Great. Uh, while I'm acknowledging and shout outs, huge shout out to Bud, because this is his podcast after all. And shout out to all the party people, whether you're on Patreon watching us or you're listening or wherever you are partying. We love you. There's also a whole bunch of sponsors. And you know what? We asked or he volunteered his tribute. I don't know which way it went. Jacob Berry, friend of the show, friend of mine, is going to do some bumpers for all our like sponsors so that Dane doesn't have to rattle them off at the beginning of every episode. But I don't know if they'll be ready by the time this episode comes out. No pressure, Jacob. <laughs> so in case no he doesn't, at all. no pressure. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're watching, which I know you're not, pressure. Um, shout out to Taps Games, Frontline Gaming, Minimag Trey. Not Minimag Bro, Minimag Trey, but use that code, Minimag Bro. Shoot, I'm floundering. Who did I get? Uh, X Planet. Thank you, Marcella. Anytime. <laughs> Who did I miss? Taps. X Planet. Frontline Gaming. Mini Mag. Dice. Get your dice on, you guys. Baron of Dice? <laughs> With Baron of Dice. Baron. Yes. <laughs> I was. If you can't tell by how slowly I've talked for the last two minutes, stalling, which is ridiculous because I know all of these and I can like visualize their logos. And obviously I edit the podcast. So I've listened to every single episode and I know our sponsors, but all of a sudden my brain was just like, no, man, we're not doing it today. (laughs) Not while you're recording. I blame your drink. It's got to be this authentic Lone Tree dry cider. Chris, apple it is a straight apple love it they also do they do a bunch of different flavors actually i love the straight up apple they do a really nice ginger apple and a really nice cranberry apple if you're feeling festive those both sound so good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when i was out earlier i drank three cups of it was a nitro stout but instead of tasting like a stout it was a strawberry rhubarb so it was like this creamy dark strawberry rhubarb beer and it was so good yep i love the sound Mm -hmm. of that love a rhubarb delightful you have to describe what you're drinking oh right we talked about this i think before we started hey marcella what you drinking over there so i got a bottle of coffee flavored vodka over the holidays that Sean bought and I opened it and I put it mixed it with a k-cup coffee shot thing and a scoop of ice cream and it's actually pretty good once the ice cream melts the room temperature ice cream and vodka coffee thing how do you drink your coffee usually very sweet 
Okay. Very sweet. Yeah. Right. Milk. Like, if you walk up to a coffee shop and they're like, how do you like your coffee? How many sugars are we talking in, like, the size coffee? Like, what is your coffee order? For, like, a small, probably sure. four and four. Like, four okay, so you like a four, splash like, of coffee of with that your is, sugar and cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is significant. You are, you are wow. Michael Scott with your coffee order. <laughs> how do you drink your coffee, Teresa? I am either black or, like, half a packet of Splenda or, like... A pump of like unsweetened flavor, just to give it okay. a little pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I used to be very sugar heavy. I don't love cream in my coffee. I don't know why. I want it clear. I don't want it milky. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely like a more on the bitter side. It could definitely get too sweet for me now. Yeah. That's what about fair. you? Black. Straight Always. black. Oh, yeah. yeah. My first, I used to, like, I think through college, I drank a decent amount of sugar and I would just go like a splash of milk. And then my first like real office job out of university, they supplied coffee as a regular office should, but they wouldn't supply Like if you wanted like sugar or yeah, you had to bring your own. So I was like, you don't pay me enough for that. So I learned to drink it black and now, you know, you can't go back. So you can't go back. Here we are. Yep. You know what, though? If I'm feeling fancy and I'm getting like an espresso beverage, I love a really good latte. Yeah. Mm, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I actually can't stand lattes, but it's also just because like all I want is the espresso shot and then you put the milk and I'm like, I don't want the milk. Yeah. I don't know. Fair. It, it's a me thing. I, it's just I it's not like I'm lactose intolerant. I like milk on its own, but like I want my coffee and I want my milk. I don't like milk on its own. Like you'll drink. Wait a second. So you're drink you drink you'll drink milk by itself, like a cold yeah. glass of milk. I'll have a cold glass of milk. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have a cold glass of milk every hour on the hour. Thought that was every horrible. hour. <laughs> now is we that not really is that weird? Just like a a U.S. thing. Like I mean, maybe in Canada you don't drink milk on the hour. They have a milk alarm in my town. What? Are you? I'm sorry. Is this for real? Yeah, you don't hear the mooing outside (laughs) at 5 p.m. It just happened three minutes ago. I'm honestly not sure if this is a giant bit or if it's for real. I'm going to send you guys like clips of me attempting to moo into my phone every hour on the hour now. Like, I'm just going to schedule this forever. (laughs) Milk time. There is no milk in my house. I don't remember. It's probably been like a few weeks since I've had a glass of milk. Okay. And you know, like on occasion, people in Canada drink milk too. I feel like it's such a like, you do it. I have two kids and I don't know what it is about because we don't really drink milk with many other things other than maybe like in cereal basically but like mm-hmm. right up till those kids were two years old absolutely get that milk in them and oh, then yeah. I was like why like what, what is it for? doesn't matter yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. really strengthen your bones give mm-hmm. them calcium the dairy farmers I think they just yeah. ran like an ad campaign it was hallmark yeah. it worked yeah yeah we did it mm-hmm. I don't know they seem healthy was it the milk it was the milk maybe it Who couldn't have been anything else what they would I'm look positive. like if we hadn't given the milk the you size. had the milk timer on. You yeah. had that milk alarm. You gave them the milk. That's why they're healthy. <laughs> the milk alarm. How do you think I made it this far? <laughs> Every hour on the hour. <laughs> oh, no. I've already started it. I love it. Okay. We know what we're all drinking. What are you guys working on? Have you had time for hobbying over the holidays? Or are you on, like, a break? Therese is like, yep. Yeah. I'm excited. So... 
For those that don't know, I have been running Stonehorns the last like four or five tournaments, and my Stonehorns on their little heads, not on the ogre heads, but on the Stonehorns themselves are wearing hats, and they're magnetic, and I've 3D printed like 80 different hats so that my opponent gets to pick and choose what hats go on, but painting 80 different hats that look 80 different ways is a lot of painting. So what I've been doing is every single tournament, I've been debuting about five to six different hats. Um, so for LVO, because that's in three-ish weeks, oh gosh, um, I'm debuting another five hats. Um, so I've been working on painting up the new hats for the Stonehorns. Um, and then also, because I don't know who's seen my Stonehorns, um, I've been running naked Stonehorns for the longest time and none of them have riders on them. Uh, so I actually built the riders and I'm actually painting the guys that sit on the Stonehorns because it's not just going to be the Stonehorn show anymore. There's, there's going to be some ogres in the ogre army. <laughs> Nice. That's fair. Those are beautiful stone horns. They're I love great. their hats. I love them so much. <laughs> the um, so I built the stone horns themselves wrong. So like I'm running um, the <clears throat> the um, the beast riders. So there's two guys on it. But I built the stone horns with only one mount, and I realized that that's a problem. So I green stuffed the ogres so that they're sitting on each other's shoulders, and they're all like <laughs> running like charging <laughs> battle. <laughs> And I have, I also forgot to put, they all have like the blood vultures on them and I never put the blood vultures on the model. And I was like, oh, I want kind of birds. So I have a bunch of birds on chains kind of like dragging the stone horn along now. Um, so it's just like, they're very like, they're the first kind of like dynamic kit bashed models that I've worked on. And I'm so excited to debut them in a few weeks. Cool. I love how it lights up yes. the display board. Yeah, the, the, the all the bases light up whenever it's a Stonehorn's best day ever. Or I always call it best day ever. I literally don't know if I know what it's actually called. Realizing <laughs> that now. Uh, fi fi finest hour. Finest hour. That's yes, way lamer yes. than yeah. best day ever. Um, whenever it's their best day ever, their bases will get turned on, all the lights glow, so that everybody knows it's my best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I always say happy, happy Tuesday. Oh, I love that. Oh. That's, a, that's a good one as well. Yeah. Just to, they're having a great Tuesday. Yep. I've had a few opponents be like, it's your best day ever. I'm like, yeah. the ability best day ever. And they're like, yeah. are you talking about finest hour? I'm like, no, I'm talking about best day ever. It's their birthday. <laughs> Duh, happy birthday. <laughs> Why do you think they have these hats on? We're celebrating. Gosh. <laughs> No, no, all of those heroic actions. I just like every single time I'm like, I'm going to make him a wizard. And they're like whatever it's heroic whatever and i'm like i don't know it, he's gonna be a wizard now they're like uh sure okay do you know how to play this game i'm like i promise i know how to play this game <laughs> watch me you do know how to play this game what about you marcella you're going to lvo uh, yeah i am yeah i'm gonna play the exact same gets list i've been playing since summer slaughter i think maybe i don't know it's been a while i have not changed my list damn uh, maybe it was nova yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, my I've been hobbying, though, with Horus. So Sean has decided I'm going to play Horus Heresy. He picked mm -hmm. out my army for me and he wrote me a list and he bought me all the models. So I've been putting them together. He really wants playing? me to play with him. Uh, Emperor's Children. They're the oh, purple the purple guys. boys. I yeah, love them. I get to, to have Mr. Marathi, the guy that looks like Marathi, but he's a man. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So Amazing. I think he made some good choices. Oh, yeah. Did he pick out Emperor's Children for you? He did, yeah. He thought that I would like it, which I do. Yeah. And I like Fulgrom, so. Yep, yep. Is the purple fun to paint? 
I haven't. I'm I'm in the assembly stage. Oh, building. So I've been putting my my tanks together incorrectly, and then he's like, "That gun is upside down. That door is upside down. You have to fix it." I'm like, "But it's it's glued already." He's like, "You have to fix it." Yep. (laughs) Oh god. And then he explains why it wouldn't work if the door was upside down. So I guess That's there's nice. like texture. Yeah, there's texture on one side of the door so that when the Marines walk out of the tank, if it's wet, they like don't slip. You wouldn't want your Marines to fall. And also there's prongs on the bottom side of the door so they like dig into the earth when they open. I mean, what yeah. kind of boots are these Marines <laughs> wearing? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're 12 feet tall, but they cannot exit a tank if there isn't texture on the door. <laughs> they can't handle a slipping fall. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, they're quite large. I oh think my the, gosh. you know, like at LVO, there's that big marine that's yeah. supposed to be life size. That's Is how big it? they really are. Yeah, that's the life size marine. I'm like wow. looking at a space marine in my cabinet right now, and they're like the same size as Blight Kings, which means that Blight Kings mm-hmm. are 12 feet tall. And I guess I'm if they're the same size. Means, oh my god, I'm looking at Boing Grass now. <laughs> Squigs are huge. <laughs> They are, yeah. If it's the same size between 40k and AOS. Oh my god. Marathi's gotta like... be like 100 feet tall. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm frightened now. Like, I was always like, yo, it'd be so cool to be in like Age of Sigmar, like, hang out with all the squigs, hanging out with all the boys, like, meet on the battlefield to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of each other. Now I don't like want guys. to. I would literally get eaten by a grot. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's yeah the whole world. There's no like Ugh. fuzzy fun creature to to yes, hang out is. with. Malag. What is it? Malog. Malog is the oh, underworld's is that... trog that he just wants with to the take boots? a nap. No, not the no. Boots. He's just a little mushroom trog, uh, and all he wants is a nap. And whenever people anger him in his cave and wake him up because they want to be in his cave and make noise he beats the shit out of them walks in a straight line finds another cave and takes another nap because he's just really <laughs> sleepy he has all of his little cave friends he has like a cave squig and a stalag sw- squig and like a little mushroom squig and they just want to hang out and take naps together but they just travel because they're pissed because people keep invading their cave i i relate to this yeah. miniature yeah yeah, yeah. All same, I want to be in life same, is Malog. Same. <laughs> yeah. He's Respect. the best. So, yes, I would like to live in Malog's cave is, is the moral of the story. Okay. There we go. <laughs> There's your lore lesson for the, the session. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I started with all the Aiden stuff because I was like, this is so cool and cute. So but I'm like, cool. I don't want to see any of those things in real life. No. Terrifying. Okay, but the eels would be really cute. Would they? If they don't I think you. so. They're electric, right? They Can are you imagine? Once for, yeah. Once per game, they're electric. Aquarium, and we get to see <gasps> all the sharks and all the oh eels and all the turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. And the, the elves oh, take turtles. care of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The elves in little janitor uniforms. Wait, mm-hmm. I'm going to paint a deepkin army now that's just an aquarium worker's hell. Yeah. There's going to be little all... concession stand workers. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> And they all have daddy issues. They're like, yes. my dad doesn't love me. Where'd he go? Where'd dad go? <laughs> Guys. And then half of them be like, don't worry, he's coming back. He just went to the store to grab milk. Yeah, he's not with his other family that he loves more. Yeah. Instead of their swords, they're getting brooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I want to see this army. 
Uh, Ryan has a horribly painted deepkin army that I think I'm going to go you steal can fix now. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> it is one color airbrush, one color dry brush, one color fabric. Okay. The whole army. Like, they have like, like the fabric, fabric is painted. A color. Yeah, okay. okay, so okay. It's three color minimum. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Gray. It is better than gray. We were we entered a doubles tournament last year. I think it was Du Bois twenty twenty two, and he was playing Deepkin, and we showed up with an illegal list because you had to play like the coalition factions, and we were playing Nurgle uh. Deepkin, which is illegal. Um, and they we showed up, and they were like, technically, we have to DQ you because you can't play, and we're like, can we just what? play the I game? Thought, like we didn't read I the rules. You just, like, didn't get an extra command point or something. They changed it this year because of us last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we showed up not reading the pack because we're bad at that. And the paint judge guy came around and looked down and he was looking at my Nurgle. He's like, oh, these are pretty good. And he looked at the deep kid and he literally said out loud, these are painted like shit. <laughs> Oh, and like, was it Brian? It sounds yeah. like something Brian would say. Yeah, and it wasn't joking. It was just like no, flat yeah. out like, he's just, this is he's shit. Just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Ryan was like, thanks, okay. I know, but you don't need to tell me. <laughs> so that that's the level of paint in this army. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yours are gorgeous, though. You won an award this yes. year for best single model, right? I did. And... Uh, Northern Wastes in Prince George, exotic, exotic PG, Northern, Northern British Columbia. I did. I I won. It's North. (laughs) I mean, I want to be like from our house, but I'm like, you won't have a clue where we live. Nope. Yeah. So if you go to Vancouver, which I feel like is the only place I can be like, people will know where this is in British Columbia, which is our province. You drive North for like eight to nine hours. Wow. But like to the middle of the province. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Was it the turtle? Did the turtle win? It was the turtle. Stan- my, yes. my turtle Stanley. So yeah, uh. I won uh, I won best large model. Oh, Ooh, God. Just did a thing to this chair. <laughs> what is your Deepkin like paint scheme based around? Like what colors and do you have any like lore behind it? I don't know. I really don't. It was... Okay. Um, I mean, very similar to exactly what just Marcella said about Sean wanting her to play Horace. It was Dayton wanting me to play AOS and being like, pick an army, whatever you think it looks cool. And I will buy you all the things and I will help you figure out how to paint them all. Dayton buys everything though. So I'm, Cause I see you being like, oh, that's so sweet of him. And it's not, not, <laughs> but like any excuse to buy a model and he is there that's amazing so mostly i was just like well i feel like these guys well actually initially i wanted sylvaneth and he was at the time he was like no they're shitty you don't want to do that Mm. although now we have more sylvaneth and now that's kind of what i'm painting and working on but yeah so i was like i want these sea creatures they're really cute and they're pretty and then i just kind of picked some colors and went with it because they're kind of all over the place there's like a lot of oranges and purples a little bit of red it's kind of all over the place i don't really I know that. how to describe it mm-hmm. it's just really, it really bright good colorful though. yeah yeah i feel like there was a lot of like i wanted it to feel like under the sea and kind of like crazy bright vibrant like coral colors I love yes. that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Deepkin's one of those armies that you can really express yourself in the color palette because, like, 
they are under the sea, and that could mean anything. It could be deep sea. It could be grim dark depths. It could be neon coral. Like, I feel like you have all of those different biomes in the sea that, like, you really could, like, you could use swamp because, like, I don't know, you have swamp eels. Like, whatever you want. It's it's a very, like, nice army because it just fits everything. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For so sure. So you said that you're painting Sylvaneth now. Yeah, that's what I played when we went to Northern Wastes. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they're really lovely. I like painting trees because there's no lines to stay within. So, like, Mm. I feel like I've said this before and it sounds so dumb. (laughs) But, like, they're organic. So you're just like, this is where the bark ends and this is where this leaf starts. And, like, it's a lot. Like, I did a ton of, like, dry brushing and wet blending and just, like – yeah. That sounds so I have, fun. I have lots of really pretty trees with like pink leaves and some with green leaves. And I have an Olarial who I haven't Ooh. started to paint yet. She's going to be my next big project, but I don't even really know where to be. Although we also just got Belthanos. Belthanos? Mm, who's that? Belthanos, the new big beetle guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's big. Okay. He's big. Yeah. He's a lot Ooh. bigger than I expected. But I think mm. I might let. Dayton paint Belthanos because I feel like it will probably take me a full year to paint Hilarial. Yeah. Because there's like also like he has the bug and then it's the dude. And like that's two yeah. totally different things you have to paint. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dayton's fast. Yeah. Although he has a whole bunch of other things on his hobby plate. So <laughs> it's so bad. I was just um, Ryan's running gets at LVO and for like an invitational in a few weeks. Um, and so I'm the one who owns the gets army and I was painted the whole gets army. So we literally just pulled out an entire gets army on a table. Um, Ooh. But oh, yeah, it's, it's my whole gets army. Um, but like I was like, oh, my God, I probably have 4000 points of unpainted get stuff and I don't want to paint all of <laughs> Ever. It's a lot, a lot. Oh, it's oh, so you, bad. Are you going to let him paint it, or do you have the stuff painted? Um, I have, I would say, 90% of the army. I have to paint, like, half of Gabapalooza, Scragrot, and uh, two Fanatics, or, I, because, you know, I painted half units and got distracted. Um, mm. I'll probably, we'll probably paint them together of, like, hey, can you put purple on this area? Because I really don't, I told him, I was like, hey, you can play my shit, you can paint my shit don't stray away from the color scheme because I don't want like neon yellow and orange in my very blue purple yeah you still want everything to be cohesive exactly yeah Mm -hmm. so I was like keep the basing scheme keep the color palette and you can paint all of this stuff Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but I think it's gonna we're gonna end up like assembly line batch painting it because he's playing it next weekend and we kind of need to get it ready by then (laughs) sorry he's playing it next weekend and like None of it is painted? Oh, I mean, only like 10 models are unpainted. Okay. Out of 40, 50. He's running, I don't know, two blocks of 20 grads, three blocks of 10 bounders, lots of the leaders, lots of fanatics, bunch of fun stuff. Does he need the snufflers? Because I have models I could paint to replace your snufflers that I'm borrowing. I have another unit. (laughs) So he's just going to paint them. Yeah, okay. you're you're good. Don't don't stress. <laughs> yeah, no, because he got invited. There's a um, so there's ITC and there's UTC. There's so there's like two different um, UTC is kind of it's um Goonhammer's ranking system. Um, uh, so they did yeah, yeah. an invitational for like their system, um, and they're trying to get it out to more and more tournaments all over. So like tournaments can uh input to both ITC and UTC. So it doesn't have to be an ITC uh. only or UTC tournament. It's just like. 
Um, they're just making it very easy for people to insert tournaments uh, into that system. Um, and they're doing weighing different. So like ITC is still going to be the national ranking or the global ranking, whatever. But UTC has more weight on like RTTs and locals and smaller tournaments so that like smaller players have more um, pull than just people that travel to all the national sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So next weekend, or maybe in two weeks, they're doing a big invitational for the top 32 players in each game system uh, in Northern Maryland. So I got, it, they invited, like, I think it ended up being, like, the top 46 AOS players because people couldn't come, whatever. So Ryan got invited to that, um, and I got invited to be there. I was, like, I don't know, 68th on the ranking, and I was like, I'm not going to make it in. And they text me, and they're like, can you play in it? I was like, I don't want to play it's the weekend before LBO. <laughs> I just don't want to think the weekend before LBO. Mm. Um, so I'll be commentating the stream for that tournament. Ooh, oh, nice. love yeah, that. I get to talk more. <laughs> well, you're very good at it. Mm. So We'll see. Never commented, never commentated Warhammer. So hopefully we'll figure that out. There are some armies that, like, if somebody has Slave Starkness on the table, all bets off. I have no idea what the army does. Sorry. <laughs> I'll but be you still know the, the game. I know have, the game. You'll have yeah. things to talk about. Oh, yeah. Have you we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Have you mm -hmm. commentated other things? I've commentated esports stuff before. Oh. Um, so before, I, I can never go, like, more than, like, six months without a competitive thing in my life. Um, so before Warhammer, I was playing competitive Super Smash Brothers um, and competitive Overwatch. So I've commentated a bunch of Super Smash Brothers tournaments back in college. Which Crazy. very different, but still nice. cool. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I love yeah. that. So, Nicole, do you have any tournaments coming up? No. Why? <laughs> Come to tournaments. I know. It's not that I don't want to, but life is busy. Yeah. And when you have another person in the house who shall remain nameless, but it's obviously not the children. <laughs> it's the kids. <laughs> They're the ones like, who want to go. <laughs> I will go to every single tournament I possibly can. It's not easy, um, yeah. especially living where we live. I will mm -hmm. be at all of our tournaments that we run at our fire hall, but I don't play in them because I'm cooking yeah. and hosting. I know. No. I want to make it up so bad, and Ryan and I were trying to figure it out, but I think it's like a three-hour drive from the nearest airport or something like that. We'll, but we'll pick you up. We would. You pick would you pick up. us up. Wow, hundred percent. That's a huge okay. drive. All right. All right, this this is uh, I'm sold. So if you fly in, you can either fly into Calgary, mm -hmm. which is three hours. We'll pick you up, or you can fly to Kalispell, which is in Montana. <laughs> depending on like what is cheaper, either way, okay, pick you up. We don't expect people to come to the literal middle of nowhere and be like, just rent a vehicle and then drive a few more hours. We'll come, we'll come get you. Good to We're know. Canadian. We drive oh a lot. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Where's the closest grocery store to your house? Oh, it's like five minutes away. Oh, we're not, okay. Like, oh. We're not like in the forest. Okay. In I mean, my it mind, is a small town. <laughs> it is a small town. I think our population is like under 5,000. Um, but we have a grocery store. I know 5,000 people. <laughs> Get out of town. I feel I'm like joking. I know. I don't even know how to put a number. I want to be like, I know 20 people. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I know four humans. <laughs> I know 20 people I actually want to talk to on a regular basis, though. True. That's probably true. See, yeah. Tough Crowd yeah. has made it hard and that I know too many cool people because everybody's really cool in Tough Crowd. And, like, that just exponentially marked up the amount of people I care a lot about. <laughs> Marker. Same. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of people I love, so... 
whatever. Mm. Okay, they're all amazing. Are you going to Amsterdam with Dayton? Yes, I am. (gasps) We're going to party. I'm not going to watch Dayton. I'm coming to hang out with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not playing a single bit of Warhammer. I have no idea. We haven't booked anything yet. Um, But we're planning on coming, like, I think for, like, a full week. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We'll be there, I think, at least a few days before actual Worlds. Yeah, I gave him a very clear, like, you don't get to go again without me. Actually, to be fair, I was going to go with him last year. Um, And then I was the one who was like, no, I can't. Because it was just at a really tough time for my work schedule. This year, it's like end of June, which is perfect. Because I am on summer break at that point. Yay. Okay. You should should try to make it the weekend before. Because we're going to have a bachelorette party. Sunday night to Tuesday. Yes. Sunday night to Tuesday. Yeah. So we're going to have, you don't have to, you know, do all the things that we're doing for all three days, but if there's anything you want to tag along, tag along with, uh, you know, you and Dayton can come. Oh, I wanna, was organizing it. Yes. I want to tag along to all the things. I just want to come to yes. by Wednesday. <laughs> oh, oh Wednesday is spa chill. day. Wednesday spa day. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday's recovery. Oh, day. no, wait, Wednesday's I'm sorry. Tuesday is spa day. Tuesday's spa day. All right. Okay. Wednesday's Monday day. is debauchery day. Monday's going to be Sun- bad. Yeah. So so Sunday night is like the warm up day and then Monday is party hard all day until mm-hmm. late into the night and then Monday no T- Tuesday, Tuesday is spa day. Spa day. For well we recover. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. I'm there. Yep. Yeah. I There's a just theme park. booked my flights. Oh. Oh yeah. Noah's gonna book my flight for me. Nice. I'm gonna send him money so that me, Joe, and him can go together from JFK and like be seated together. That's Cute. amazing. I love that. Yeah. I'm Very flying exciting. into Brussels on Thursday night, um, and then spending three days in Brussels, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then taking the train up to Amsterdam Sunday night to spend oh, it until nice. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, we haven't, we just booked, we're taking a trip to Ireland in February. So we're kind of like, I literally just booked like all of our stuff for that. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like when we're back from that, then it's like, okay, now the next thing. Party time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Makes mm-hmm. sense. That's awesome. Okay. Why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about more stuff. <laughs> just more Sounds stuff. Good. Yeah. Here we go. Let me switch up the game. I drink that cone. Step back, cause I might put it on. I go deep, so deep till you sleep. Count sheep, wake you up from no way. You don't want me here to show ya. How freak bitch act when I ain't sober. What up, I'm toe up, show up. Ain't scared to take it all. Tell her free to take it all. Tipsy in a field wood. Black dudes got big woods. Into it, I do it, I done it. If you really, really want it, then you know, stop playing. Hey, boy, you know I'm your tight, yo. Five, two, and wear my jeans real tight, yeah. My curves, they swerve, so superb. My word is my word, and I came to serve. We run this, we run this, we run this. It don't matter where you're from, it's where you're at. And if you can't freak a leak, better bring your hat, snickle. East Coast, West Coast, down south, represent your coast. Yeah, we run it. Pull my head, break my back For the right money, might sit in your lap Back to back 
back and can't even keep track. It's a fact that freaks need to get slapped. My toes and need a back rub. Yeah, I don't come to do it, I just wanna be touched. Look at how y'all making me blush. I'm enough to go around so people don't push. Wanna run that tush in the bush. Don't my diamonds look real good? And they shine so hard that it glitters. So many carrots, they look like critters. And we can do it all night. Take a flashlight to see up in my windpipe. Uh, highlight to keep a nigga hype. I wanna know, can you hear me, my mic? Hello, party people, and welcome back to your place for posting and toasting and roasting and composting and co-hosting and doing the mosting in the Age of Sigmar. We're back. Woo! That was impressive. I keep trying to come up with more rhyming words, but I think I just say the same ones every time. Composting is fun. I think I can't take credit for that. It's got to be Bud, I think, who did that one first. Okay. Yeah. Damn. You know, I want to. You guys need like a Warhammer one. Like, re roll a Osting. Nope. Re roasting? Re roasting. <laughs> I'll just use the same ones and I'll put re in front of it. Re composting? Yeah. Re hosting? Re toasting? It's great. So you need something with T I N G that's Warhammer related. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. No, I got nothing. Nope. Roasting your opponents. Yeah. I just see a roasting. Yep. yep. In different contexts. <laughs> Perfect. Here we are. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about 2023, the year that was, because we have talked about recording this episode multiple times. And in the time we have talked about planning this, you have both played in like many tournaments. So why don't we do a little like recap, if you will. How about you both give me your like top three tournaments? Too many? You know what? I'm not going to put a number on it. Castle. Oh, I can Castle. do top three. I can do top three. Yeah, give me give me like a top three to five. Yep. And then how, however many corresponding details you want to go with them. What were your best tournaments of the year and why? Hmm. I know what my breakthrough tournament was this year. Okay, so, let's like, start there. I've been on, like, a Warhammer journey the last few years of, like, 22 was my first competitive year. Like, Summer Slaughter 22 was my first time ever competing in a tournament. Um, and so it's been, like, basically a year and a half at this point since I've started competing. Um, and this year at Du Bois, which is Big GT up in where Rochester, New York, uh, I went 4-1 and I lost the 5-0 to the lovely Tough Crowd Basil by one point. Um, and that was kind of like the moment that I was like, oh my God, I know how to play this game. I beat a bunch of really tough opponents who like, I beat Sam Gold with Seraphon, which was just like, everybody was looking at the table like, what'd you do? And I was like, I don't know. I beat, I, I won the game quickly. And then I played <laughs> Ryan for, we both had, went 3-0 day one. We played day two for the 4-0 and oh. I kicked Ryan's teeth in. Uh, yes. The game was over in 45 minutes. He had no models left after turn one. And it was like, I think after that game, Ryan was upset for good reason. Like he just lost a 4-1 uh, or 5-0 even. And it was me, but he was also like mental turmoil of I'm sad I just got my teeth kicked in, but I'm also proud of Teresa. So like it was the moment of he just grabbed me on the shoulders. He's like, you were a Warhammer player. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, you you know how to play this game. You're good at this game. And I was like, what? Uh, and I think like Du Bois was literally just like the biggest confidence boost this year. 
um, of just like going for one and only losing by one point the entire tournament. And like, I gave up like one grand strat and one battle tactic the entire tournament. And it was just like, uh, damn, I like, I can play this game and I, I, I don't need like this imposter syndrome that I've been carrying around for so long of like, I can do shit. And it was so sick, which it was a really like, I needed that because Nova was rough. Uh, I got paired into mm. Bone Reapers three rounds in a row, and I got paired into Soul Blight for one round and dropped out of the tournament. I wasn't having fun with the orcs. I wasn't having fun with the tournament. I didn't have... The opponents were fine. They weren't great. Um, and it just, like, it felt grimy to play against the same army with recursion over and over and over. And I went, and I cried underneath a Warhammer table and decided Aww. I'm dropping out of the tournament. Aww. I'm going to go play Horus Heresy, and I'm going to have a fun weekend. And I left there just kind of feeling, like, demoralized, upset. Like, I was like, it's, it's not a fun game. It was when OBR was broken. And mm. it after that tournament, I was like, okay, I'm going into the lab. I'm figuring this out. And, like, we kind of came to the conclusion that it wasn't me. It was the other army. <laughs> but I finally found Ogres. I went back to Ogres after not playing them for a few months. And just, like, fell in love with it again. And, like, haven't stopped playing since. And, like... I know, like, haven't stopped playing, whatever, but, like, I think I've gotten in, like, two games a week since Nova, and it's just been so fun, and just, I feel like I went on this little journey between Nova and Du Bois that, like, Castle was in there, and a bunch of other stuff was in there that was just, like, so, like, feel good, and, like, I just, like, fell back in love with the community, so that that's my 23 thoughts. We could talk more about Castle, but, like, there's my 23. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh, that's a great journey. <laughs> Okay, Marcella, what about you? Best tournament or tournaments? Uh, so I had a lot of fun at Castle, but I didn't play in the tournament. I played one game with Scooter, which was fun. It was like doubles, me and Scooter versus Bart. And we got to play together, and that was fun. But I had a lot of, of fun at the event because it's Castle, and that's always fun. Yeah. And then uh, I, I really had a great time at Nova. Um, I think that was... The first GT I played with Gits. Yeah, I don't think, maybe I didn't play at Summer Slaughter with Gits. I think Nova was the first one. And I won like my first, I won like five out of six games. And then there's like that weird pod thing. So I did really well with the Gits after like not practicing at all, really, because I just didn't have time between like school and work and, and Disney and a whole bunch of other stuff. So um, I really liked my army at Nova and then I had fun and then I've just been playing the same list since then you're doing good shit with it so keep doing good shit with it <laughs> <laughs> I'll try yeah I just don't have time to practice like yeah. I have been the last few years like the mm -hmm. first year that I played I feel like I played like a game every other day and then you know I had like a pretty good win rate and like now I just don't have time to play that many games. And also Sean's not playing Age of Sigmar anymore. So I don't have someone that lives in my house that I can practice with, which is really annoying. Yeah, that is <laughs> It helps, yeah. yeah. It does, yeah. I totally get though when you don't have necessarily the time and you're getting solid reps in and like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like if the list is working, I, and I feel like Dayton gets on me about this is like, I love to be like, yes, this is the list and I will play it over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again. Cause if it's working and I'm starting to figure out what to do with it and how to win. It feels good. Yeah. You roll it into does. the tournament, yeah. not stressed. Cause you know what you're doing. 
and like yeah. you have that game plan and at that point I feel like you're not playing you're playing to win you're not playing to not lose and I feel like that was a big mind mm-hmm. shift of mine of I had to figure out I felt like I kept playing and I was trying so hard not to lose and like I was trying so hard not to lose by a lot and then it pivoted recently into I'm trying to play to win and I don't I'm not worried about losing anymore like if I lose a game I'm not beating myself up over it anymore and like that was a really nice pivot like the mindset but like yeah like I feel like if you're learning a new list you're still in that like I might lose I'm worried about losing I don't want to lose by a lot because you're still learning all the rules you might forget rules like yeah Mm -hmm. that's very wise I like that mindset yeah playing to win not to not lose yeah I think I'm always playing to not lose Yep. To Dayton, I, I was playing to not lose until like three months ago. And then it, it, it happened. The moment happened. <laughs> the moment. <laughs> Game change. Yes. Okay. Speaking of moments, how about your top, however many you wanted to be? I'm not going to give numbers out. Um, Warhammer adjacent moments. So like the moments you're having at the tournaments or at, say, Castle, which I feel like was magical. And I'm so sad that we weren't there. Um, top favorite Warhammer adjacent moment or moments of the year. I have a silly one. So I, the Age of Sigmar player, entered a 40k tournament. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So there's a charity tournament every year um, in Virginia that um, all of the money raised goes to food banks. Or not food banks, sorry. For a specific food bank that feeds a bunch of children that's local and like it's it's all good and we deliver all the food and whatever. But so you can donate one can is one reroll. Um so you get any reroll during your game, game is a can. Or one dollar to two dollars, depending on what you're re-rolling, is another reroll. So my friend and I, um, she is a relatively new 40k player. She's actually my neighbor. Um, and she plays Tyranids and she was like, Hey, Teresa, I'm entering this doubles food charity tournament for 40k. Do you want to play? It's like, I don't even know a single rule. I don't know any of the armies. Let's go. Let's do this. So I rolled up with a chaos demons list where I just ran age of Sigmar models that were on the right base size because the, the TO was like, I want you to play. It's for charity. Bring whatever you want. So I made this weird demons list that had like pink horrors in it and like the blue scribes. And it was a bunch of like zinchy chaos guys. Um, and so we showed up. Our team name was the Gatekeeping Girl Bosses. Um, I was in a full suit. My friend was in a full suit. And we had all of our models in briefcases that were handcuffed to us. <laughs> um, and so we rolled up to this tournament. Nobody knew us at this. She had never played in a tournament. I had never played the game before that day. I didn't know the 40K rules. Um, and we went 3 0. <laughs> wow. It was the most absurd thing. Like, people after the tournament came up and they were like, we've never seen you. Who are you? And I'm like, I don't even know how to play this game. Like they were like, you knew your rules. You knew what you were doing. Your movement was so good. And I was like, it's cause 40 K is easy. <laughs> but yeah. like, it was just like, it's, that was a crazy moment of, Oh, I can play war games. And like, it was just such a silly tournament. Cause I showed up, I didn't know any of the rules and I won the tournament. <laughs> I know that's not like Warhammer Jason. That is Warhammer, but it's Age of Sigmar Jason. It is Age of Sigmar yes. Jason. Also, you need to take about 17 drinks <laughs> for all those 48K references. <laughs> Way too many. Did you bring like a case of canned food? I would have brought like a giant case of like those 49 cent yes. canned corn. Yeah, like, 
I have 200 of go. these. <laughs> so one of our friends in California um, was trying to hit his uh, tax break donations. And oh, he was ooh. like, he's going to, he was like, I don't, there was like four of my friends that were competing in the tournament. And he's like, okay, whoever comes up with the best name and the best like bit for the tournament gets my donations like to use at the tournament um so i brought a bunch of food i donated a bunch of money but so he sponsored my friend and i because we wore the suits because we were the gatekeeping girl bosses so he sent us like 500 dollars of re-rolls so like oh it God. definitely was scuffed in that like the man from california <laughs> sponsored the gatekeeping girl bosses um but like we also we put some tickets like there was like a raffle for like silly prizes and whatever but like i think our team and ryan's team alone raised fifteen hundred dollars like it was like we we kicked butt yeah that's including cans and stuff yeah i'd like to see photos of the of you in your power suits oh yeah it was it was amazing please yeah yes i'll send them after the show (laughs) (laughs) okay marcella favorite warhammer adjacent moment okay so ever winner the night before the first round i think it was a friday night we went to this mexican food place to get dinner and instead of ordering dinner i ordered a whole bunch of drinks and i got incredibly drunk and then we all had a whole bunch of fun and then we went back to the hotel and then i had more drinks but then we ran out of white claws um so joe's yeah and then in joe's room the only thing he had was a bottle of tequila Oh. And then I saw, like, you know how they have, like, those coffee cups in the hotel room where you can, like, make your own coffee? So I just grabbed that cup, and I, like, filled half of it with tequila, and I'm like, this is what I'm going to drink. So I started drinking that, and I got, like, incredibly drunk. And during this time, Chris Werger, who was my secret Santa person, brought me, like, my secret Santa gifts, and, like, I opened them all, like, incredibly drunk. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, this is so much stuff. I'm so drunk. You freaked out at every single item. I did. I did. I was like, hobby pegs for my pegboard. (laughs) A terrarium for the plants that I don't know how to grow. I'm sending in the chat every photo of Marcella trying to open these presents. You so have pictures? You oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever sent these to you. You're just like falling over boxes, like trying to sit. <laughs> Oh, you look so sober. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, is this in the, the Facebook it, thing? It's in the Facebook okay. chat, yeah. That's, that's really funny. So I think that whole night was my favorite Warhammer, Warhammer adjacent. And then it got confiscated at the bar. And then, yeah, and then the bartender took my drink because it wasn't from the bar in Massachusetts. It has, like, really strict I mean, alcohol laws. Unfortunately, yeah. pretty, pretty fair rule. Yeah. Yes. And then I um, I just went up to the bar and bought another drink, which I should not have done. And then I went back to my hotel room because Sean was like, you have to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lay down for half an hour and then I got up and I threw up like uh-huh. about a thousand calories of Alfredo. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I had like this giant bowl of Alfredo for dinner before we went to the Mexican place and I threw it all up. It was really gross. And then I missed my round one the next day, but it was. I can't it. can't imagine why. <laughs> Goodness, just to. Teque- I mean, some people do just fine with tequila. I mm-hmm. it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight tequila. I have a with a little bit of tonic. Story. I think I, I put Ooh. some tonic water. In I it. doubt Ooh. you put enough in there. I did not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> just a drop. 
bloop, 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 so at Castle, speaking of vomiting Alfredo, uh, <laughs> quick, we're twins. Quick segue into uh, vomiting Alfredo story. So day one of tournament at Castle, round two. I got so at Castle, I got grudged every single round. Um, so my my tournament was laid out for me, like it was exactly what because uh, I think Bud grudged me and then Jacob grudged me and then everybody's like, well, if everybody like. Everyone's grudging Are Teresa. We're gonna grudge Teresa. So then Tristan got me round three. Um, Mike Vaginos got me round four, and then Carl got me round five to end the tournament in a smile. Um, <laughs> and so during round two, Jacob Barry and I played on stream at Castle. And Jacob said, "I'm gonna go get drinks. What would you like?" And I said, "I would like whiskey with one ice glass with one ice cube in it." And I inserted drinking until this, and like I was like, "Cool, just." Small glass of whiskey before my game loosen up a little bit. It's fine. Because I get a little nervous on stream. The only other time I've ever played on stream was Dayton beating the shit out of me at my first <laughs> tournament. So that was fun. Oh, that <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah, but he was like, oh, you're new to the game. Let's play on stream. And I was like. <laughs> for the belt. For the belt. Yes, yeah. For the belt. Uh, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> um, and so Jacob comes back after about 20 minutes because it takes 20 minutes to walk to the kitchen from the game room all the way back. And he hands me a red solo cup full of whiskey with one ice cube in it. <laughs> so no if we're increasing the amount of whiskey, then maybe we need a few more ice cubes, Jacob. No, nope. nope. one ice cube, mm-hmm. whole glass. I mean, we, it's what you asked for. He got two of them. We cheers and we played. So I had one drink, all of Castle. It was that one glass of whiskey. I finished it during our game. I somehow beat Jacob. Between round two and round three, I blacked out. I don't remember round three. I didn't know Tristan and I played. Tristan and I played a full game of Warhammer. I don't remember any of this game. I scored 22 points. (laughs) I lost by three points to Tristan. He said I played the cleanest game of Warhammer he's ever seen somebody play. I knew all my rules. I didn't need to question anything. He checked me in a few times, and yes, I knew my rules even though I was blackout drunk. And uh, he said I did great, and he had a great time. I only have photos of this. <laughs> so then, I love that. Tristan was I, also super wasty, though, wasn't he? Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 I literally didn't even know what army was playing. Like, that's how I have no recollection of this game. So then that was Alfredo night, and Joe made the best dinner, and I was feeling great. At that point, I was, like, a little more sober, could see, could understand what was going on. Could uh, see. Yep. <laughs> Ate dinner, watched Shorzy, went in the pool with everybody until like midnight when it was like five degrees out uh like zero celsius um i don't know i don't know what the celsius conversion is whatever um, it's fucking cold but it's the pool cold. was heated if the pool was heated zero is freezing it is i felt celsius it was okay, i think so- we looked at it and it was like 30 some odd degrees fahrenheit okay. so i guess it wasn't quite freezing but it was cold it was two degrees too yeah. warm too warm yeah too cold yeah um but yeah so uh the next morning was a lot of fun and i still played my round four it was just a little late <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, i'm so glad i i owe tristan another game tristan when you're listening to this i owe you a game that i was not blackout drunk during but we had a great time <laughs> perfect yep what about 
And I feel like maybe you've already given me your favorite game, but I'm like, what about just your favorite game of like the whole year? Like whether it was at a tournament or like just with like a friend or like whether it was just like it was the most fun you had playing in a game this last year or like you learned something or like a certain army or something just really clicked for you. What was your favorite game of 2023? Hmm. While you're thinking... I'll go first because I played at one tournament this year, which is a lot for me. That's way higher than my regular average. And I won my first game at a tournament this year. So that's like far my standard. Yeah, I actually won. I went two and three and I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Northern Waste. Yeah. Playing against Gits. Gotrek did all the beautiful Gotrek things. And I feel like it was halfway through the game. And it was the first time I think I've really played a game in a tournament setting where I was like, I feel in control. And like, I know what I'm doing. And at a certain point, I knew I was going to win. And gosh darn, it felt pretty good. <laughs> that is amazing. I always feel like like the moment you realize, wait, I can win this game. It's just like the the turning point of the game of like, oh, my opponent has three models left on the board. I have six, but I only have six in my army. I think this is going well for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. That is always the best moment. Mm-hmm. I always think I'm going to lose still. Like, it's not that I'm, like, playing not to lose, but, like, it's like a, I could lose this game. Like, I could get double turned and still lose this game. And everybody's like, no, you can't. But I'm like, I'm still playing hard. <laughs> <laughs> Marcella, what's yours? Um... That's a good question. So I think maybe when I so I went to Vermont to hang out at Noah's place. And Already and Noah played a game. Yeah. And it was really fun because it was in his like Warhammer carriage house thing. And um Only Noah. We had a couple of drinks and then he taught me how to, the about the new like city's army and, and we just had a really great time talking and playing. I don't even know if it was a game. I think it was just hanging out with Noah. The light bulb. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would have a whole Warhammer carriage house. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I'm not There's like track. two tables in there, a fireplace, oh, an upstairs oh, with like fireplace. some beds. Yeah. I want to go and visit now. Damn. I mean, that he sounds should. like my whole house, except we don't have a fireplace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been asking, but apparently they're not fire smart. Oh. I mean,. That I know. Kind of makes. Can sense. you oh. hear my eyes rolling? <laughs> Fires. I mean, they don't catch fire that often, do they? If you no. keep them clean, and and no. maybe just... if you have a trained firefighter in the house, you're gonna be fire smart, and we're probably not gonna spontaneously light the house on fire. You're gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. Couldn't agree more. That's so sad. Guess what, Dayton? We're getting a fireplace. Okay, Teresa, yep. how about Good. you? Um, I this is kind of twofold. So my game with Basil at Du Bois was, I think, my favorite game of the year. It was the hardest game I've played all year. And it was so close. Like, it literally came down to, like, there were, like, five different roles that determined this game. And, like, it was towards the end of the game, and we were tied every single battle round, and it was just such a close, tight game for both of us. And, like, afterwards, Basil turned to me, and he's like, this is the hardest game I've played all year. Like, and it's it's the game I, like, had to think the most about for, like, we played the three hours. My army is not a three hour army. Um, and like, we talked for a long time after it and it genuinely was just like, we both made the most optimal decisions at every single point. And we were like, 
neither of us messed up, and it just felt like such a good, solid game of Warhammer. Like, the way, like, it was intended to be played, I guess. Like, it was just so even and strong and good. Um, so I, that was, like, my best, like, competitive game. And then at Everwinter, I had the most random, like, opponent who has never played in a tournament before, went 2-1 on day one, I played him in game four, and I was just, like, not in the mood to play. He was playing Stormcast Dragons. I just didn't feel like playing against Stormcast Dragons. I beat him in, like, an hour and ten minutes. He pushed his dragons up. I ate them immediately, and he literally just had his foot guys <laughs> that I was chasing around the board. Um, but we laughed for an hour and a half straight, and it was just constantly, like, making fun of each other, even though I'd never met this guy in my life. And it was just, like, <laughs> the vibes were so good during that game, and, like, afterwards, I turned to him, I was like, dude, this is the most fun I've had in a game in a very long time. Because, like, both of our faces just hurt from, like, smiling and laughing, and, like, his partner was hanging out, and, like, Ryan kept coming over and heckling us, and it was just, like, a good, fun, like, time. And it was just, I, I won't forget that game. That random guy with the random Stormcast Dragons, no clue what his name is. We had a good time. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. So wholesome. Mm -hmm. I know that feeling, you know, when it's like your cheeks hurt. Yes. I feel like I'm like that at this point. So I'm a very good. smiley person, but I still like my, my smile gets sore sometimes. <laughs> Gotta work those smile muscles. I don't know if that's a thing. I can't frown. Like physically. What? Well, your eyebrows aren't moving. What's happening to your face? This is great for our Patreon viewers. I know. Yeah, you need to subscribe to Patreon now to see me attempt to frown. Yeah, I know I've I been... frown because I have this line like right here that I know is from like, er. <laughs> but I feel like I smile more than I frown. My <laughs> 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 resting smile face. I can't frown. It's just oh, I should have taken a picture of that. You know, nope. you just gotta hop on over to Patreon if you want to see Teresa oh, wow. breaking her face while she's trying to frown. <laughs> it was a great frown. I did it. Okay. Okay. I, it's a little. I would call that a grimace before I call it a frown because still nothing's <laughs> happening with your eyebrows, your eyes. <laughs> I don't even know how to use them. <laughs> I've not activated those muscles yet. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, one more 2023 question, and then I feel like we should do a quick peek at 2024, yeah. and then eventually we might need to wrap things up. What was your biggest, like, I'd say, like, lesson learned slash revelation, maybe? And I feel like maybe we've kind of already covered Teresa's. Yeah. But, like, was there a lesson you learned kind of with the game or with an army or like a revelation you kind of had like a moment of like, ah, you know? Oh, so I played in a team's tournament, I think over the summer that Corey threw and I was playing orcs, like the Maw Crusher and the pigs and blood tooths. And part of their rules is that if the pigs in the combat phase have fought, like they've attacked, they can either pile in if they're in combat, or if they're not in combat, they can charge or they can move. So I've been playing that army at that point for over a year, and I didn't know that they could move after they fight. So I've just been doing pile in or charge, and 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 I, I, get, I was playing against Ryan, and I could have, like, won by more points and, like, won for, like, my whole team against, like, the Tough Crowd team if I had known that because then I would have been able to, like, get my grand strat and win by more points. Um, 
And then after the game, like, Noah was was like, you know, you could have just moved. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can just pile or, or charge, right? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have been playing this wrong and handicapping myself for about a year now. Damn. That's a big one. Yep, yep. This is a pretty good ability. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, I feel like we kind of already touched on it, but yeah, if you have, have another, another one that thing. sticks out. Where is it? Hold on. I'm going to get it and show it to you because it's visual. Oh, great. Ooh. This is perfect for all our video viewers. Oh, my God. Where is my brain today? I'll explain <laughs> for the uh... got... So I don't know what it is. Describe something I've it. started doing at the beginning of the year is making a binder. So Ooh. I have my binder. That has, this is my 40k one. I'm so sorry. I haven't switched back to AOS. But Take a drink. I know. Drink. It's all of my rules that are like, that I would forget. This 40k so has a lot more words on it. And then all of my, like, uh, the, what are they called? Oh my worst gosh. Worst rules? Data sheets? Yeah, these are data sheets. But like all of my worst rules on the next page. So it's very easy reference. I don't have to open a single thing. And I don't have to worry about memorizing anything because it just tells me what to do. So I literally split it up by face. I color code the units. So like I'm like, oh, if this is like my Stonehorn Beast Riders versus like my Thunder Tusks, like what does what? Um, so that during a game, if I'm like choking or getting nervous or whatever, I can just whip this out and be like, hero phase. These are the three things I can do. These are all the prayers I have. Let's go. Um, and that was, this was earth shattering for me for Warhammer. And like, if I can make a binder for it before the tournament, I can play any army. Like just, just, because I know how to do it now. And it's like just the way my brain works of just like have everything written down and then I can figure it out from there. Um, but yeah, I made like a random Skaven binder. I'd never touched Skaven. I want a game with Skaven. Like I've done so many random armies. I'm like, I'm just going to make a notes thing so that I don't forget my silly, like, I had an orc one that was like you can do the the run charge pylon in it and like things like that like i always forget that my stone horns are cold and at the beginning of the hero phase they deal damage if like you roll under the battle round number or whatever but like it's an ability i wasn't using and now it's like i'm literally never going to forget any of my like one-off special abilities so i that's kind of like a weird like thing but it makes me play better <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's really helpful, I think, to make, like, the charts and the, mm. the flow sheets. Oh, I do yeah. that with Gits. Yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah, I feel like I don't even need it at this point, because I've played probably 40 games with my current Stonehorns list. Um, but it's, it's so helpful. Like, even just to have, a, like, the first game of a tournament, I'm going to be nervous no matter how long I've been playing. So it's like, I can just whip it out, and it's like, yeah. okay, at one point, I told myself what to do, and I can just go step by step and tell myself, all right, this is what I'm going to do now. I just read the words in my book, and we're good. Like, it, it helps a lot with mindset. I really appreciate your use of highlighter and <sighs> color coding. <Yes. laughs> and just have... organization is sexy. It's so good. And then I have... Uh, this doesn't have it because it's stupid garbage game, um, but I have all the battle plans <laughs> in the back. So it's like, oh, Ooh. we're playing no risk without reward. Flip to the back. I have the terrain layout. I have the little rules. Like, Ooh. oh yeah, it's it's all the things I would ever need. That also sets you up to be a really nice opponent too. To be like, hey, I got mm -hmm. this sorted. Like, let's go, guys. Yep, here's terrain. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. What is yours? I don't know if I have one. Oh, you definitely have one. Um, what was my biggest revelation? I don't know. 
Does, did winning feel good at yeah. the tournament? No, absolutely. Winning felt really good. Obviously, we're all humans. <laughs> winning is nice. Feels nice yes. to win. Oh, yeah. Um, it felt nice to feel in control. I don't know if there was a moment that it really hit me. I would say, actually, probably my bigger revelation was playing in that tournament in my first game I made some really dumb impatient mistakes because I think I got just like first game just like show up and rock it out like don't take too long to make decisions and I rushed Mm -hmm. and I think that was one of my biggest lessons was like no you're allowed to take time we have Mm -hmm. a full three hours um and if I had maybe taken honestly five extra minutes at the beginning I probably wouldn't have lost the game in like an hour and a half yeah yeah. yeah. There you go. So, yeah, there's mine. Don't rush. Yeah. Don't Take feel your pressure. Because nobody oh, was pressuring me except for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love that. What yeah. is your favorite thing that you painted this year? I would say my War Song Revenant. Ooh. It's a beautiful model. Yes. I love the War Song. Yeah. So many things. I spent a lot of time. I spent maybe nearly just as much time on the base as the model, which I know Teresa appreciates. There's about $500 (laughs) worth of tufts and flowers on that base. Yes. We need a photo of that later. I'll I'll find a photo and I'll put it in the chat for you. Yeah. He is probably my favorite. Yeah. Super bright and colorful and just like, yeah. And really fun. I think it was painting is still not really my forte or my favorite thing and it doesn't always feel enjoyable okay i really i really mostly had fun painting him yeah that's so good what about you Uh, i think just like learning how to edge highlight really well um made all of my models pop so like i'm painting four stone horns at the same time but like I think just, like, the way that I did the tusks on the stone horns with, like, I learned how to use an airbrush really well this year, and I learned how to edge highlight really well this year. Um, And it just makes the models pop so much better on the table. And, like, I'm so proud of my stupid idiot Matrix stone horns. They're they're so good. I'm so proud of them. (laughs) As you should be. Oh, yeah. What about you, Marcella? My squigs. My bounders. Yes. I painted those. I finished those this year. Mm-hmm. They look really good. Because I the started with the... so good. Thank you. Yeah, the, I did the airbrush where they're, like, red on top, and then they have, like, a lighter color underbelly. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did, like, a, like a glowing green light on the bases. It's, like, a, a dark base color and then, like, a glowing green light. And then I painted little mushrooms, and I spent a bunch of time on it, and, and I really like my squeaks. <laughs> they're so cute. So cute. <laughs> okay. 2023 is practically dead to us. I think by the time this episode comes out, it will be 2024. So what are your, give me like the Reader's Digest, like travel plans, tournament plans for the year ahead? I guess LVO. Yeah. Very soon. Yep. Worlds. Yep. Kind of massive. uh, What, end of... End of June. June. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go to Golden Sprue because it's okay. very close. It's like 10 minutes from me. That's Ooh, cool. So it's handy. in Schenectady. Yeah, Schenectady, yeah. New York. So I'm going to go to Golden Sprue. Nice. And my friend, um, he's like the TO event organizer. So I'm going to go support him mm-hmm. in his event. And then and then Worlds. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do Summer Slaughter. I don't think, I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, what? Re- drama. Is it, There's a lot. Facebook work doesn't exist anymore. Oh. 
Sutton? I don't know. I, I'm hearing this, like, fourth hand, so I have no okay. idea. But it might huh. just not happen, or it might be something different. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go to much between LVO and Worlds. I'll probably go to a few RTTs. Um, I've actually never played mm-hmm. in an RTT before. Um, I've played in 16 GTs. Uh, I guess I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> RTT is going to feel like such a breeze. You're going to finish yes. and be like, okay, so should we play we're at least? Yeah, like, yeah. or what do you mean we're done? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to try to go to an RTT at least sometime in the beginning of the year. Um, probably go up to Du Bois, probably, definitely Everwinter. Everwinter this year was fantastic. Um, yeah. LBO, of course. Um, I don't know. I think just as they come up, a really good GT was kind of a local-ish GT to us. Um, it was in Northern Maryland. That was really fun last year, and it's local enough that it's easy to get to. Um, I don't know. It's whatever Ryan goes to, he sends me the link, says, do you want to come? And if I do, I book the flight. If I don't, I don't book the flight. It's how I figure out things. It's a great system. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be focusing mostly on like escape rooms for the first half of the year so like i'm going to lvo and then thailand and i probably won't do any warhammer i might play some magic in thailand but i'll be busy the whole time with stuff um but then when i come back from thailand i go to greece for a week uh for escape rooms Ooh. and then i go to belgium before worlds for escape rooms so i'm gonna play probably 70 or 80 escape rooms um in, in the first half of the year basically is the plan is that there is wild an escape room you like in amsterdam have yes. you been there before uh, I have not been there, but there's a lot I want to play. So, yes, okay. I think we should play at least. Can one. we? Yeah, can we yeah. go to an escape? Room I want to go. Yeah. Yes, hundred uh, percent. There's so Netherlands is kind of the escape room capital of the world. Um, so, what? Uh, some of the best <laughs> top 100 rooms, and I think uh, 15 of the top 100 escape rooms in the world are in the Netherlands. So, if you guys want to wow. play, let me know. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be ruined forever. Escape rooms will never feel the same, but. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. What about like overall hobby goals or Warhammer goals or army goals for the year? So last year at LVO, they had a showcase of the top 30 painted armies uh, for Duncan to come look at. Um, mm-hmm. I know Dave was in that. I was in that. Um, so I got 11th for painting last year at LVO and I'm trying to get my stone horns in top 10 this year. Uh, so I got a lot of work in the next few weeks, but I think it's achievable. Um, and that's, that's kind of my goal for the next month. I believe in you. We'll see. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Marcella? Mm, I'm going to try to get my Horus stuff painted. Mm. Sean will appreciate that. Yeah. He will. Yeah. He will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of airbrushing. Ooh, yeah. That'll yeah. be nice. Purple, okay. purple mm-hmm. fades. Yeah. It's, inc- and then it's incredibly decals. effective. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks good. And yeah. Why not? You yeah. say decals, hey? How do yeah, you say do you it? have a. Decals? decals? You say decals? I say, I say decals. Deckles. Is this what a Canadian thing? I don't know how to say deckle. It's a deckle. <laughs> I would frown at you, but like, I can. <laughs> this is bigger than the milk revelation. I'm like, now I'm concerned that I'm like, wait, is this a Canadian thing? Or is this one of those things like, you know, when you read a word in a book, mm-hmm. when you're like a child and then you never say it out loud. Uh, so yes. nobody ever yes. corrects mm-hmm. you. And now I'm like, 
is it just a me thing? Am I the only person who's like <laughs> said it this way in my head my whole life? Definitely. There is a Slanesh model called the contorted epitome. I have been saying epitome for six months <laughs> until somebody told me that I was wrong. I feel better. Yeah, Ryan wouldn't I feel correct so me. Much he would better. just laugh every time I said it. And I was like, I don't get it. Why are you laughing? And he was like, Why is this oh, so it's funny? just funny the way you say it. And then like, I was at a tournament and I was like, oh, is Ryan's epitome still alive? And they're like, what did you what? say? <laughs> so bad. My younger brother once said defoto instead of daffodil. <laughs> defoto? As a child. And we still... <laughs> Still oh bring it God. up like once a year. How are the defotos in your garden, Marcus? Oh, you're going to listen to this podcast. He'll be fine. <laughs> no, we also say daffodil. Daffodils. In, in yeah. nursing school, I would call fentanyl fentanyl. That sounds like, at first, like not on purpose, but then someone corrected me, and I'm like, I think I like fentanyl better. Way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicole, are you planning on any tournaments for next year? Honestly, I'd really like to, but between we're doing this big family trip to Ireland in February, mm-hmm. I am going with Dayton to Worlds, mostly just to party and support Go Team Canada. I don't know. I would like yeah. to at least hit one GT somewhere. I mean, I'm going to be at False Alarm. Yeah. And five alarm. Cooking for everyone. And cooking. So get your butts out there, everybody, and come hang out. But I don't know. I don't have one figured out yet. Maybe a low, like, I mean, our local is like driving to Calgary or Lethbridge. So two to three hours. But maybe mm-hmm. if thing, if we, it can yeah. like work out schedule wise, we'll see. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 I aim for one. That's my, yeah. <laughs> that's my goal. Honestly, pretty good goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. One is uh, better than none. Have you played any good board games recently? Because I know you and Dayton were doing oh, almost every yeah. night board games. I know. I think we started that. I mean, we have a gazillion. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to say last New Year's, we were like, okay, 2023, make sure we hit. Um, and I would say that is my unofficial New Year's resolution. We still have been playing a lot. Um, I don't know. what my. Oh, we just played Brass Birmingham. Oh, I've heard a lot about it. Which we have had sitting okay. on our shelf for probably two years and Holy just finally shit. broke it out. There's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Took a bit to kind of get the hang of it. Basically, you're like playing in – there's like a canal area. I can't remember what the official time frame is. I want to say like 1800 something. Mm-hmm. So you're like setting up canals and like trade routes and like building factories. And then everything like switches and resets and you're like in the railway era. Mm-hmm. So then you're like keeping your stuff going and some of it stays. Anyways, um really cool definitely a lot of me to it like not a chill party game it's a like sit down and like build some fucking railroads oh yeah yeah Yeah. but that was really cool but yeah i think that's kind of our like new regular new year's thing is like okay i want to i want to start a list like legit Mm -hmm. alphabetical order of the games on our shelf that we haven't played and be like if we're sitting down to play a game we have to play this and then we have to play that because we have I would say probably between 10 to 20 games sitting on our shelf unplayed. But there's like. I think I have more unplayed. (laughs) I mean, I have a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you play 
with your kids or is it like you and Dayton mostly? Yeah, we have a lot that we'll play with the kids. Um, they're both super into, I think Kai's favorite is Quacks. <gasps> I love Quacks so much. Yeah. Um, Trey is a big fan of Five Minute Dungeon. Oh, yes. Ooh. Okay. Right now. Trey's the younger one? Yeah, he's five. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say five-year-old playing Quacks. I guess they could totally do it. We'll play, like, we play a lot where it'll be, like, we're on teams. So oh, it'll yeah. be, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. the you kids will, like, the pair bag. up with one of us so that it's, yeah. like, we can kind of work together. Because there's a there's a good amount of, obviously, like, he's five. Like, he doesn't read yeah. yet. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, there's a good amount of, like, there are. And there's lots of really cool kid games. We have quite a few that, like, yeah. we will all play together. And then there's mm-hmm. some we'll play in teams. And then, yeah, we have a lot on our shelf that are, like, definitely grown-up games like yeah. for Dayton and I and and for friends but like mm-hmm. life is life so yeah having friends over for board games doesn't happen as often as I was like it to yeah we uh mm-hmm. so Ryan and I live in like a big like townhouse complex um and we have convinced eight different couples or eight different households to move into our complex so we have there's Five 40k players, four AOS players, and Whoa. a lot of other nerds. So it's like people are That's in my amazing. living room at all times. Like we basically converted my living room into like war game and board game hell. So there's a hobby table, there's an AOS table always set up. The dining room is made for board games and Magic the Gathering, and it's literally just like I don't know if I ever go two nights without somebody in my house doing a hobby or board game or nerd thing. Like. It's, like, exactly what college dorms were, but, like, there's no drama and just way more fun. Perfection. Yes. That yep. sounds amazing. Yep. That's, like, the TC kids. commune we're trying to get going. Yes. It's literally, One like, day. We, we call it the compound or the commune, depending on who you ask. Um, I call it the brothel, but everybody's, like, Tracy, you can't just have all of us in a brothel. That's weird. <laughs> um, Not with that attitude. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's literally just like the absolute dream of like anytime I want to get a game or do hobby things, it's like, yo, you guys want to walk over in your PJs while I ignore you and paint things in the other corner? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Live in the dream. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before we wrap things up, what is the one thing you are most excited about in 2024? Can be hobby related, can be just life related. What are you most excited about? I think I'm excited to get more sleep. Mm, that's <laughs> what a good are, one. Sleep is what important. A, yeah. What a reasonable goal. I yeah. ran around so much uh, this year. And next year I'm trying to not run around as much, which is crazy because the first three months are hell. But after that, I'm really trying to like just be in my house and enjoy my friends and enjoy like just sleeping and working and whatever. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. Uh, Marcella. That's a great goal. I like sleeping more. Okay, mm-hmm. so the I'm most excited about so I'm getting married this year. As yeah, we are. And then uh planning the wedding. That's that's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm building a photo booth for the wedding. Where like you use your own phone, but there'll be backdrops and props, but the props are not gonna be just like the boring photo booth at a wedding props. There's gonna be foam swords and foam shields yes. and lightsabers and wizard robes and wizard wands. There's gonna be all sorts of stuff. Do you so wanna borrow joy toy figures? What's that? Like joy toy like Warhammer action figures. 
Maybe. I could. We could bring it. I could bring. Some I can't stuff. promise that they won't get broken because people will be drunk True. and there may be children. But I think. I don't know. I want like a. Uh, I have an orc. He's up there. That's a big orc. Oh, is that like a mask? Uh, I don't know. It's oh no! Wait, the one, the one under. Oh, the oh, up, okay. the up one is also an orc mask, but that is an orc orc. Okay. Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like Warhammer, or you could just get the. You could just box. like hold the model and be like. <laughs> it's our model. friend. It's one of the bridesmaids. <laughs> Can I walk with a maw crusher down the aisle? <laughs> Yes. Yes, you can. It's my date. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying really hard to, like, pair the bridal party and the groomsmen together. Because, like, four out of my six bridesmaids are men. So, I'm going to be like, Joe, I guess you're you're just going to walk down the aisle with, like, a six and a half foot tall man. Like, I don't know. It's gonna I be don't cute. think Joe's going to have a problem with that. I, no. no, I, no, he's, he's going to embrace it. He'll probably embrace that man. It'll be yes. beautiful. So I'm going to pick, like, the two cutest guys in the groomsmen party and then, like, Whoa. put them with my sister and Teresa. So, like, that'll be, now, like, a nice picture. Cute. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> now I'm, like, follow-up question. Who are the two cutest guys? No, I'm uh, not going to okay. make you say it on air. Or do oh, no, we're making you say it on air. I want <laughs> Who photos. are the two cutest? It's okay. Sean's groomsmen's party. They, they probably don't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. So uh, they're, one of his groomsmen, his name is Drew. He's very tall. He's got a beard. He's he's attractive. He's fine. Does he play word games? Okay. okay. N- no. Oh. No. N- he's one of like his law he school friends. He just got friends. less attractive oh. to Teresa. He's a yeah. lawyer. Mm. Yeah. So he's going to walk, I think, money. with my sister. He okay, does right, make right, money. But he's own. married. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, I think they're all, they all have girlfriends. <laughs> And then I was thinking maybe I'd put you with Josh Keel because he's not bad looking. And then everyone else just kind of looks like an ogre. So that's the best I can offer you, Teresa. <laughs> that's fine. That's great. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll have a great time. You know Josh Keel. I know Josh. He yeah, runs I'll make him carry okay. me down yeah. the aisle. <laughs> he plays war games, though. So. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. He plays war games and he's not bad looking. Wait, actually. And what mm-hmm. more could we ask for? The other guys yeah. are ogres? Well, actually... I the played an army. school friend, Brian. Oh, that's true. I think yeah. ogre is her type. <laughs> really tall and gray. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Perfect. Oof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it's going to be a fun wedding. It's going to be a blast. I hope so. That bachelorette party, somebody's going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wild. Yeah, that's kind of the plan. Well, mm-hmm. as long as it's not one of us, well, it should be fun. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. great. It's yeah. yeah. We'll make it to spot eh? A. Oh, yeah. My sister is going to come too. So her and her boyfriend are going to come. Yes. So we'll we'll have fun. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> She's a lot of fun. Beauty. Okay. I don't even know what time we started recording, but I feel like it's been I have to pee. So it's probably, <laughs> it's probably time to wrap it up. I haven't heard a peep from my children, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're going to see what I walk up to upstairs. Good okay. luck. Have fun. Um, thanks. Before <laughs> I go check out the damage to the upstairs in my home, do you guys have any shout outs? I mean, tough crowd. Love you guys. Warhammer community. Love you guys. Canadian Warhammer mm. community. Love you guys. You're separate. Oh, we get our, we get uh, our own community. Yeah. 
uh, Louise Sogden. Yes. Rogue Hobbies. She has mm-hmm. a Patreon. She has a YouTube channel. She's doing amazing. She's killing it after mm-hmm. leaving GW, and I'm so proud of her. And everything she makes is just perfect. So cute. So good. That's my shout out. Yeah. Yep. Aww. Yep. This is a good shout out. Yep. I'm going to shout out Bud. Bud. It is his podcast. Yep. We just need to yep, Bud. praise Bud for a second. Thanks right, for having it. us on, Bud. <laughs> we appreciate you, Bud. I got a shout out Lane from Taps Games. I can't remember if that was one of the sponsors. I forgot when my brain left me earlier. You said in the Taps episode. Games. You did. Thank you. Okay. I I got them all eventually, but it took me yeah. a good half an hour. It felt like. <laughs> anyway, it was about thirty seconds. Brains, man, do they do weird things? Lane sent Dane and I this massive... Well, okay, to be clear, the massive box contained a bunch of things Dane had ordered and paid for himself. However, he threw in, like, Taps Game t-shirts, which, first of all, are really cute. I should be wearing the t-shirt right now. Um, But, like, they are nice shirts. Soft, well-fitted, super cute little design. I will legit wear it. I've already worn it. We got t-shirts, we got Taps Games bags, and then he threw in like literal models and things, which if I'm being honest, are the last thing that we really require, but we very, very, very much appreciate it. And I know he asked for Bud and Tristan's addresses as well. I don't know what he's sending them, but thank you, Lane. We appreciate you. We appreciate Taps Games. That's so cute. (laughs) Super cute. Super, super, super cute. And unnecessary, but I'm not returning it. well it only took us i don't know three months to schedule this and do it but yeah we did it and guess what i hit record so we absolutely did it i did my job i mean i would spend another two hours with you guys but also i don't think we could talk about the milk hour for another hour oh my god we missed milk hour we, we did miss milk hour I, this is my milk hour. hour on the hour <laughs> it's my milk cup trust me i took a sip at 6 p.m you can rewind the tapes i'll be checking when Check i edit okay thank you for a delightful nearly two hours of milk time <laughs> it's like gonna be the title of this episode milk hour it might be i always pick out something random somebody yes. says so. p-tap on the hour every hour <laughs> good odds uh, um well yeah thank you again happy new year happy new year Ooh, thank you for Christmas. having us happy hanukkah anytime it's the funnest podcast i've been on a lot of podcasts i laugh a lot more on this podcast don't tell my other podcast <laughs> <laughs> they're probably not listening no <laughs> okay all right we're, we're out of here bye bye bye, bye party people
It's the year to be hated So glad that we made it Cause all the kids in the street Whisper sounds that sweet The stars under their feet Well, it's the year to be hated 